2: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at slash host.
3: I'm just waiting for 8675309. Oh, Such a good song. Does it, somebody's got to have that cell phone too. God, that'd be awesome. Like that would be the greatest cell phone app. Well, maybe a certain era. Young people might not appreciate it. But if you had a cell phone, 780. Eight six seven five three oh nine. Oh my God. It'd be unbelievable. I know you can ask for a cell number, and trust me, it's taken. Uh, so somebody out there's got it. Whoever it does, kudos to you. Because that would be uh I'd be amazing. That would be unbelievable. Like if there's small things in life that I would want, that's it. It's very simple. But uh, it would be great. Dare to dream one day. Dare to dream. Like, I would even pay the person who had that number. Kind of like, you know, when you get traded to a new team and you want your jersey number. Let's negotiate. See what can happen. Welcome back to The Gregor Show at PlayAlberta.ca. Live in Sports 1440. Orders Nation YouTube and uh, Facebook. The orders are in St. Louis tonight to take on the Blues. Orders a three-game roadie. Tonight's the only night game. they got an afternoon one in Dallas on Saturday and then an afternoon game next Monday on Family Day. And then they're home for the rest of the month. Boston, and a rare back-to-back Friday, Saturday night. Water fans are probably loving that, back-to-back parties on a Friday and Saturday night, especially the uh, 24th, the Calgary Flames come to town. Let's get to the uh, spec report brought to you by G.S. Construction. As uh, they enter their 50th year, they're going to have a big bash, and guess what? They have a big hiring spree right now. Lots of opportunities in lots of different fields. Go to Indy.com and look up G.S s construction as uh, Mark Spector joins us and uh, Speck, uh what are your expectations uh for Dylan Holloway as uh, he will start tonight with the uh, Kane and dry
4: well that's a good question um my expectations my expectations are he's going to have to slow his game down a little and and use his head you can't play with dry and just be Full out all out, not thinking, not reading the game. You can't play with them. And it'll drive Dry crazy. Uh so you know what? We all like Holloway, and there's a good player there. And we talked about this, I think, yesterday, Jay. It'll get it'll come, but if he's gonna play the game and not be very cerebral about it, it will that that shortcoming will be exploited when playing in the top six.
3: Okay. Uh, I I think there's there's something to be said about uh, you know him kind of learning to play at a slower pace, which is Taylor Hall needed it. Even Connor McDavid talked yep. about it, right? Like it is. Yep. Connor you, McDavid needed it. Yeah. You. Connor McDavid needed it. And 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 McDavid is still obviously the fastest player in the world, but he he you know you learn when to change speeds, have some deception to your game, yep. and uh, you know what so. Uh, But I like that, you know, the coach, well, I think there's two things at play here. He's like, okay, we'll bump up Holloway, but it's more so the holloway mcleod Fogel line was doing nothing and uh, and moving Perry there. They seem to have a little bit more just because there's a different element with Perry. He is that guy that you talked about. Like, he's not the fleetest of foot. He's not a bad skater at all. He's not super burner, but he plays a little bit more slow the game down. And so I think they needed that.
4: Yeah, I think, they're. you know, this is a coach trying to fiddle around here with his, with the players he has and, and find his proper chemistry here and proper chemistry there. And, you know, who knows who that like. The, also, there's about three weeks here to figure out if if we don't have the right winger for dry saddle, then maybe you got to go out in the market and get one. You know, so this is the time to audition a bunch of guys there and let whoever can take that job, please do step in and take it. And it would save Kenny Holland from having to go and get a top six player. So all of that's going on. That I was disappointed in the two games I watched that third line play. Uh, or I guess it was three games they got. Uh, I thought they'd be better, and they weren't. I'm not sure that – I don't know why, frankly. I think they got all the elements. But, no, they didn't get much done. So it's time to change the lines up. Knobloch's not been afraid. Give him credit, man. Rookie coach. He mixes the pot as, uh, just like a veteran does.
3: Well, you know what? Like a lot of people said, he's not a rookie coach. He's a rookie NHL coach, but, uh, he's coach pro. And you know what? It was funny. Remember when at the start people were like, Oh yeah, you know, what? he seems very calm and the players are chuckling like, no, no, no. Chris Knobloch, uh, when he, when he needs to make his point clear, uh, his point is pretty obvious, uh, what it is. And you know what? Um, you know, he's moving the pieces around. We saw last game. Fogel, uh, found himself after a bad giveaway. Not bench, but just on the fourth line. And I kind of like that move by a coach. It's like, Hey, man, this will get your attention. I'm not, you played very well for a long time. So I'm not just going to bench you. I think that can be too drastic sometimes, but just getting their attention is a good thing for this team, especially now that, you know, they've been there longer. It's been a few months. Everybody's more comfortable with one another and the orders are a good team. So I think the, 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 the bar has been raised as far as what the expectation is on a nightly basis in Edmonton.
4: Yeah, that's fair. you know what? It's it's not a benching to go to the fourth line, but it's an ice time, uh, yes. you know, inhibitor. Mm-hmm. Like you know how the fourth line works. They hop the boards, uh, the other team ices the puck. Now you got an offensive zone draw. Fourth line comes off, and the first line goes on, <laughs> right? So when you're in the fourth line, you're let's you know that your your shifts are short and your ice time is shorter and it's, I don't need to bench you. I'm putting you on the fourth line. It does the same thing. So it's good. There should be no, you know, they got a bunch of good players. And, I mean, some of the best coaches in the world. Daryl Sutter was a guy. He'd give you about three shifts and he'd figure out who's going on his team and he would wholesale change his line some night, yeah. Some nights. And you know what? Say you know what you want about Daryl Sutter. He knew how to coach a hockey team.
3: Oh yeah, no no question about it. Now, uh speaking of uh you know, kind of raising the bar spec. Uh right now um no, well, the bar is pretty low, but the uh, the fourth line bar man like it cuz I don't need, it's not about goals. Obviously you need some goals, let's be honest. Brown and Yanmark. let's be real here. And, and I think Yanmark's only goal went in off his chest. I don't think he has a goal off his stick this season and Brown obviously doesn't have one either. <laughs> uh, like it's true. Right. Um Like, I know that, like, before the trade deadline, it's not a must to do this week, but I think before, like, they got to have a significant overhaul that fourth line. I just, like, it's not getting closer to me. It's getting worse. And, like, and and I don't think it's suddenly like, oh, well, one day Connor Brown and Matthias Janmark are going to find their confidence. Like, I just, I don't think you can, I don't think you can go into the playoffs hoping that's the case this year. I I think they got to have a pretty big reshuffling on that line. Well, uh,
4: first of all, it's, it's not, you know, finding a fourth line player. Uh, you know, it's a draft pick. It's not a. It's not that hard to do. There's lots of guys that could fill a spot that's better than Yanmark, that's playing for a team that's not going to make the playoffs. That's on an expiring contract. You can find those guys. So you're right, Jay. You know, if Canala wants to do it, it's there to be done. Not hard to do. The other team will always take back something for you. Uh, I'm I'm a little surprised at Yanmark. Yanmark's had a had a long career of getting you. A, eight to nine goals, whatever it is, you know, chipping in enough to legitimize his spot on your top 12. He's not doing that this year, and I'm not sure if that means he'll never do it again or if he's just not doing it right now. Uh, Brown's a different story. He's, you know, Brown wasn't ever supposed to be a fourth-line player. Right. Brown's a fourth line player because he's got kicked off the first line, the second line, the third line. I was on a fourth line. And the first forward that comes into this lineup, I'm here to tell you Brown's in a press box. He yeah. is below Yanmark in this whole scenario. So, yeah, you know, I feel for Derek Ryan because Derek Ryan's that guy. He's got you 10 even strength goals every single season without ever playing a minute in the power play. Right. But he's been just saddled with a couple guys for most of this year. That he, there's just no points there for Derek Ryan. So, I would say you want something out of those guys. You're right, Jay. There's no free passes. I don't. You're never going to get more than nine or ten goals out of fourth line players. But zero and one isn't enough. That's that's fair to say.
3: <laughs> yeah. It ain't close. And, um, well, hey, uh, you know, depends on your fourth line. Uh, Daniel Sprong <laughs> gets you 15 goals a year on your fourth line. He just, uh, doesn't get a lot of time because he, now he plays in the power play, so that helps for sure. But, um, there are guys out there, Spec. Sure. There's lots of guys that are available. Uh, Carrick in Anaheim already has seven goals. Dowd has eight in Washington. Uh, Malenstein has five. Like, those are guys all on, on pace for over 10 goals, right? Playing fourth line minutes, playing some tougher minutes. Um, you know I look at Oscar Sunquist tonight look at him he's six goals 21 points he's are fourth line center I'm mind Sundquist. right like so to me there's lots of options out there for the order now Sunquist the only negative for him he doesn't win faceoffs but I don't care I'll figure I'm something Sundquist.
4: out I'm all, I'm all, always like
3: yeah yeah I don't uh, I don't mind him at all so he's a guy I would look at uh, uh for sure so he's um
4: he's somebody no, like I've always liked Sunquist I'm gonna watch him tonight just for
3: sure yeah Yeah, no, for sure. Speck, uh, one last one for you. We see the Jake Gensel injury; he's out a month, and or up to a month, I should say. Uh, How much, if any, do you think that's going to impact uh, his trade value or trade interest? I think we lost Speck. So uh, there you go. All right. Well, uh, we'll have to uh, reconnect with him tomorrow. Well, that was the last question, anyway. So it's all good. I am curious. Like, I don't think it has a major impact, but like they're going to say, did you like they say, Hey, up to four weeks, but you don't know. Right. We we've seen lots of injuries that, Oh yeah. Week to week. It turns into six weeks. This is like worst possible scenario for Pittsburgh twofold. A, if they thought they still had a chance to get to the playoffs, well now that hurts him cause he's out Two, if they're like, Hey, we were going to trade him. Well now his trade value. It, there's questions raised. And teams are like, wow, well, how healthy is he, right? Like, are, are they going to allow their own team doctor to fly down there and, and, and do a, do a report, right? Because when you say he's out three to four weeks, sometimes it's three, sometimes it's four, sometimes it's five. It all depends. So yeah, this is a brutal situation for the pens, make no mistake. And really, I think for any of the teams that were kind of interested in Jake Gensel, now it probably puts up a, a little bit of a red flag including the, the orders a little bit. So we'll see. Hey, boys, just so you know, I picked Connor Brown as my third pick in the uh, Tim Horton School Scoring Challenge. he will score tonight, and you'll be thanking me tomorrow from uh, Corey. Well, Corey, if that works, good on you. But uh, people have been picking Connor Brown to score a goal for, I think, the last 25 games. I think Connor Halley's tweeted it out five different times that uh, tonight's the night Connor Brown scores. You all suckers. Uh, my obvious game day prediction today is that Connor Brown pulls within two games of Patrick Russell for the uh, most games played in a season by an Oiler forward without a goal. Patrick Russell had 45. Dave Brown had 60. Tobias Reeder, 67. Connor Brown's currently at 42. And uh, I hope I'm wrong, but something tells me I'll get to 43. Uh, we'll come back. Well, we'll go, uh, we'll hear from, uh, Chris Knobloch, a few other members of the, uh, Edmonton Oilers owners get the uh, ski report. We got a lot of text to get to at 833-401-1440. Again, I'll ask a question today. You get one trade and I'll, I'll make a, so one trade, you could get a second line player or a trade that could bring you two fourth liners. Option A, option B. What would you do? 833-401-1440. 527 Welcome back How are you? Hope you're having an awesome day I'm having a good day I don't even know why It just feels like a good day Tomorrow's positive Friday It's nice There's lots of hockey to watch Tonight uh, Playoffs is coming up And uh, And uh, Our minor hockey So uh, People are excited It's just a good time I like it Got a good walk-in today Connor Hallie. Uh, I will say the uh, The The not cold temperatures uh old mabel our uh king charles cavalier that we have she's uh um she quite enjoys it the uh i actually were walking home and she actually stopped today like she's like i don't want to go home <laughs> and i was like what are you doing and then she like turned around and so i gave her a few extra and i'm like let's get going but uh it's nice to get the good walk in. so a lot of sniffs for the dogs right it's like the highlight of their day so it's fun times you have a dog no, no.
1: Uh well, I mean, right now we're in the process of finding a house. Yes. So that we don't have probably... a kid either, though, <laughs> No, so no. Usually
3: it's... There's some people that will get the dog first, but usually I find that you know, when you have a kid, then eventually your kid's like, I need a dog, I want a dog, I want a dog. So eventually you get a dog. So it's great. It's been a good addition. Now, are you a dog or a cat person? I don't think I've ever asked you that. Uh dog
1: all day. We had a dog growing up. So yeah. uh certainly the dog, like getting out, doing the walks with it. I I get the appeal of cats. I mean, they're a little... Lower maintenance, you can leave the hose,
3: but uh, dogs all the way. Dogs all the way. Oh, yeah. Okay. I like it. Now, um, hopefully uh, it's snow all the way as we get to the uh, Snow Valley ski report for all of you who are going skiing or snowboarding this weekend.
2: the Sports 1440
0: Ski Report. Your Ski Report for Thursday, February 15th, brought to you by Snow Valley Ski Club. Start your skiing journey at snowvalley.ca. Big family day, long weekend coming up, and the resorts are opening up as much terrain as possible for the skiing and snowboarding public. At Sunshine Village, Delirium Dive is now open for the first time this season. All free ride terrain is now open at Sunshine, which is at 15 centimeters of fresh snow in the last seven days. Down at Castle Mountain Resort in southern Alberta, The Chutes, which is some of the long longest steepest runs in north america have opened for the year castle mountain with 13 centimeters in the past 48 hours at marmot basin the entire mountain is now ready to ride as well with trey Ombres and eagle east opening earlier this week at lake louise they received 16 centimeters in the past week and norquate with 14 centimeters in the same time period nakiska five centimeters fresh in the last two days and over into bc kicking horse with 14 in the last seven days Revelstoke. 2 centimeters over the past 48 hours Fernie with a big 47 centimeters in the past week and Kimberly 40 centimeters in the last week and Panorama 14 over the last 7 days. Over at Kenosu Ridge Ski Area by Cold Lake, the family day weekend festivities include free ski and snowboard lessons, live music and tubing on Saturday as part of their Snow Fever event Expect the local Snopes around the capital area to be lively places throughout the long weekend as kids are out of school and temperatures favourable for some great ski days That is your Snow Valley Ski Report
3: Nice, get out there, enjoy it, man. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, you know what we can get a lot of snow, and so we have an extended uh, ski and snowboard season. Uh, a lot of texts coming in eight three three four one fourteen forty. We asked the uh, the question about uh, second line. Hey guys, i trade for a second liner because we still have Corey Perry. He can uh, move down. That one comes from uh, JC. Guys, it has to be a second liner. That would also drop uh, somebody from the current roster down to the fourth from Kubota. Raz. Hey, boys, if the fourth-liners are big, can skate and actually shut down production against one line, uh it's a no-brainer for me from Reese. Yeah, 100%. I think you can find guys uh like that. Uh, I've outlined Dowd and uh, Malenstein. They definitely, uh they've been doing it. They've been doing it for sure. Hey, guys, I agree on the fourth line. They're in dire need of a center with size. DR, Derek Ryan, is more effective on the wing. He has struggled since they moved him to the middle. If you get a four-seed, then you create a platoon if the cap allows it between DR, Yanmar, Gagne, Brown to play the flanks. Ryan from Saskatchewan. Well, you couldn't keep them all, so you'd move some of them down. And uh, what I agree with you, I do think Derek Ryan, It's uh, don't ask guys to do stuff they're not capable of. I don't think he's a center. And if Derek Ryan's on my wing, I have no problem with it. And that's the great part. Like, if you get an Oscar Sundquist, you can play him with Derek Ryan, and Ryan can take some of the draws because he's not a great face-off guy. No problem. So, uh, but Sundquist, big body, can chip in. I like that a lot. Like, I have, I'm i not moving Derek Ryan out. I'm just moving him out of the center position. So, that's what I would be uh, doing. Yeah, um, Mark and Brown, I'm sorry, at this point, not good. Now, hey, guys, the people constantly picking Brown to score remind, <laughs> remind me of Krusty the Clown when he bet on the Washington Generals because they were due from Hampton Steve. Oh, you know what, Hampton Steve? That is, that is very accurate. How many games a year the the Generals play? They never win. Like they're what 0 48. Oh, they're due tomorrow, man. I'm going on. They're due. Yeah, I uh, not uh, not something that I would be uh, reaching for for sure. Like at this point, I would just stay away, man. Like you, you do it every game, but I don't even know if your odds are that good anyway. You do it every game. like, And I know everybody says, well, he's due. Yeah, but ask Tobias Reeder. Right? Remember, um, and Connor Brown did have a goal called off, I think, earlier this year, which is very similar. Remember Patrick Russell, that goal in Vancouver he scored? They called it back. And then so, like, at least Connor Brown has a, has a resume. He scored lots of goals. Patrick Russell never scored a goal in the NHL. He had one called back. That's a brutal one. Hey, Gregor, I think it's time that uh, you come up with uh, a moniker similar to the Belanger Triangle from uh, Doug. Uh, hey, Gregor, Connor Brown versus Belanger Triangle, who wins that fight? Or do they both still lose? <laughs> well, I, you know what? I'll say this: Connor Brown infinitely better teammate. He's not even close. Eric Belanger was brutal teammate. It's complainer, not overly well liked. No, yeah, Connor Brown would win that at least. So, but uh, just on that alone. So, but man, yeah, the Belanger Triangle, ooh, that was still like, that was a good nickname. You yeah. know, had a good run there. It's like anything, you know, but can't always continue it. The the Human Rake, great. Shin Pad Assassin, I like that one. I might have to think of one. It's a good, uh, it's good. Like, Prager was good, too, so came up with that one when he was good. So it doesn't always have to be on negatives. So might have to, uh, might have to come up with another one, Cons. Because uh, those ones are still classics. They are uh, ageless, timeless. Belanger Triangle, he didn't like that one. Pronger, I, we used to have splitters with Pronger. Hi, this is Chris Pronger, a.k.a. the Human Rake. <laughs> that was so good. He had a good sense of humor, man. Uh, he laughed about it. That was uh, that was awesome. Awesome stuff. Belanger
1: was tough, too, right? Because, I mean, decade of darkness. And oh God, what what brutal. did he do well? Like, what did he bring to the team? Um... Nothing. <laughs> so so I, I don't even want to uh, put him in that category. Yeah. Connor but, Brown.
3: No, no, no. Well, yeah. But Connor Brown isn't bringing a bunch like, you know, like, a yeah, he's on the penalty kill. Great. But like, you can't just hold your hat on the penalty kill. I'm sorry. Like at some point there needs to be some production. It's just, it's just how it goes. Uh, let's get to the uh, line. now brought to you by Sherwood Power Sports and Marine. Of course, the exclusive spot in Sherwood Park for all things Yamaha, including Yamaha Boats. Boat motors, dirt bikes, ATVs, side-by-sides, and motorcycles. And guess what? Opening is very soon. March 1st. Be ready. Check it out at Sherwood Power Sports and Marine in the uh, brand-new location. Ooh, it is going to be good. Very good. That's, what is that, 15 days. Ooh, and it's a Saturday. No, it is a Friday. It'll be nice opening up on a Friday. Uh, the orders lineup, fairly similar. Stuart Skinner will start in goal. You will have Kulak Deharnay, Ecom Bouchard, CeCe, and Nurse on your back end. Up front, of course, Connor McDavid with Nugent Hopkins and Hyman. Dylan Holloway will start on a line with Leon Dreisettle, Evander Kane. You have uh, Fogel, McLeod, and Perry. And you will have Yanmark back in the lineup tonight. Skating with, uh, Derek Ryan and Connor Brown. As, uh, that line, uh, all looks to try to get off the Schneid collectively. Meanwhile, the, uh, St. Louis Blues, uh, loading up. Are you going to have, uh, Thomas, Kyrou, and Buchnevich tonight? Uh, neighbors, Braden Shen and Kasperi Kapanen. Brandon Saad with Kevin Hayes and Alexei Toropchenko. He's kind of been on a roll. Huge, six foot six, uh, young, kind of a late developer. Was a, a draft pick in a fourth rounder in 2017. He's starting to find his way. He's got some really good hands for a big man. And then uh, Oscar Sunquist, That's a guy. Order fans watch number seventy. That could be a fourth line center option. He's Everything's good about him. He's got good production. Six goals, 19 points for a fourth liner. Are you kidding me? It's great. Big body can check physical, only negative, not very good in the faceoff dot. But that's why if you move Derek Ryan to the right wing, then you could take the draws. Uh, Nikita Alex uh, Alexandrov and uh, Nathan Walker, the Aussie, will be on the uh, the line with Sunquist on the back end. Nick Letty, Colton Pareko, Matt Kessel and uh, Tori Krug as Justin Falk will miss his eighth consecutive game for the Blues with a lower body injury. Marco Scandella, Callie Rosen are in. So they got two of their top six defensemen out tonight in the Blues. Uh, Peronovich, who had uh, really started to help out their power play. He is out as well. And uh, Jordan, fake tough guy Binnington, will uh, be in goal tonight for the uh, Blues. Does anyone know if he's really tough? Still waiting. Like, honestly, there's... I had, Like, I thought Rasmus Anderson was maybe the biggest pretender. i be Binnington. There's a guy who talked tough all the time yet to see it. You have to see it, cons. So we'll see how that goes. He's got to prove himself. Yeah. He's got to find the toughest guy in the league and go after him. Well, I don't care. (laughs) Just don't go after. Don't be chirping all the time and then never back it up. It's just annoying to me. Right? Like, if you want to chirp because you're an agitator, that's totally different. Guys who just chirp you to get under your skin. But to chirp like you're tough, but then never do anything, never actually fight, don't do it. It's like, oh, the refs get in. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, everybody hated that guy. Right? Yeah, everybody played against somebody on the other team. The minute the refs jumped in, all of a sudden they were tougher again. The worst. And that's kind of what Biddington is. Never does it when he knows he actually has to do it. It's kind of annoying. So He does have a couple of fights at
1: hockeyfights.com right now. I'm watching him fight Phoenix Copley. When was that? Uh, 2017, 2018. Yeah. Okay. It's not going very well for old. Bennington. Did he get rocked? Uh, it's a lot of hugging. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not a not a great tilt. He had one other fight. Now, was that in the American League or was that in the NHL? American League. Oh, okay, there you go. And it looks like he fought in uh, it was like another AHL game. Okay. Well, yeah. But not great fights. Not to the point, like, who who's the best goalie fighter? Mike Smith? Ray Emery? Oh, Ray Emery for sure. Like, Ray Emery could
3: drop him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like Mike Smith, you know, we, we saw him big, strong, but Ray Emery, like, he liked to fight. right? Like, Ray Emery fought Andrew Peters, for God's sakes. Like, a legitimate tough guy. Had a smile on his face the whole time. Yeah, no, no, Ray Emery was, rest in peace, but Ray Emery was without question, I think, the uh, the best fighting goalie. Uh, Billy Smith in his heyday, fairly tough. Ron Hextall, you know, was, hey, he'd back it up for sure, no question. Like, he didn't pretend like Binnington. He got actually, went. remember when he went after Chelios? Like, he's right in there. Right. And then uh, him and Felix Poppman, they had a pretty good tilt. Felix Poppman did really well. So and there's I'm probably forgetting some. Somebody else uh, the, uh like uh what was that other good tilt? Like Mike Vernon and Patrick Guah and then Osgood and Patrick Guah, Paddy Wah had a temper too, and then another guy definitely wasn't a pretender. I didn't right? get right in there. Um, so the guys I think Backlund's a pretender, yeah, not like not like Rasmus Anderson. And I think Rasmus Anderson's the biggest pretender in the league. Honestly, good player, but pretender. Hey guys, uh, what about Brent Johnson? Oh, good one, Mark. Yeah, Brent Johnson was tough. Ooh, he spanked a few guys. I talked
1: to him today. I tried to get him on the show, actually. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. well, there you go. He's working with the Caps, couldn't
3: do it yes. today, but oh, we'll get him well, on. We'll in have the to future. get him on. Yeah, we will have to get him on one time for sure. We could relive some of his tilts. You don't get to talk to goalie fight very often. That'd be fantastic. Like, I just think it'd be harder with the pads on. He's just so unorthodox. So good for him. Uh, when we come back, uh, we're gonna hear Dylan Holloway. Why is he getting the bump? Well, we'll let the head coach tell you. Next on the Gregor show with Connor Halley on Sports 1440 Live and Orders Nation, YouTube, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. 45, Jason Gregor, Connor Halley with you on a lovely Thursday afternoon. It is uh game day. The orders in St. Louis later tonight to uh take on the Saint. Lewis Blues is the uh, orders looking to uh, get back maybe a little bit of a winning streak. We, uh, we shall see. Some uh, early games, Bruins and the Kraken. Uh, two goals early on, uh, Jordan Eberle and uh, David Pasternak. Eberle with his 10th of the season. Carter Verhege. Oh, my God. That has been such a good signing for the Florida Panthers. Oh, wow. Uh, his 27th of the year. They lead uh, the uh, Sabres 1-0. Uh, Kings and uh, Devils no score after uh, 20 minutes. Uh, Jake Evans, Low Tides guy, has uh, scored his fourth of the year. They lead the Rangers 1-0. And uh, Minkoff back in the lineup for the Ducks. Gives uh, them a 1-0 lead over the uh, Senators. Bowen Byram has the uh, Avs leading the uh, Lightning in a rematch of the 2022 Stanley Cup final. Uh, Sanheim has scored. Uh, Flyers lead the uh, Maple Leafs 1-0. Uh, at first intermission, and then you have uh, the Orders and Blues, Stars and the Preds, uh, Penguins in Chicago. No Gensel, but there will be a uh, Bedard for the Blackhawks, uh, Flames host the Sharks, and uh, the Canucks taking on the Detroit Red Wings tonight. All right. Um right. Uh, let's get uh, in the room, brought to you by... Next Gen Transportation, heavy haul transport provider, 100% uh, locally owned and operated, and a uh, huge supporter of many uh, youth sports teams, and Olympian Desi McEwen. Is he uh, is on the Canadian uh, Olympic team? Well, he's on the Canadian bobsled team looking to qualify for the Olympics. Good luck from everybody at nextgentransportation.com. Um, the head coach talks about... Uh, giving Dylan Holloway a shot on the second line tonight.
5: Well, I think there's so much potential, uh, Dylan, and, you know, I think he was starting to gain some traction before I got here and then the injury, and then, you know, there's about uh, four, five, maybe six weeks that he didn't get a play, and then, you know, I think he's been building some traction, doing a lot of good things, and here's a great opportunity for him but also it's also a great opportunity for those other two with having a guy with a little more speed and um energy to get in on the forward check create turnovers for them so they can spend a little bit off uh, offensive zone time so and um you know we'll see how it looks and um hopefully it's something we like
3: Yeah, I like it. I don't see why not because we had some tech say, guys, I'm I'm worried from uh, Matt that this means they're going to showcase Holloway. I completely would disagree. I Honestly, I think the orders, they realize they've got to have some guys on value contracts the next few seasons. That's just that's just a reality, especially when you consider some of the dead cap space they're having right from Brown's bonus and stuff like that. Now, I don't see Dylan Holloway going anywhere. That's why I don't see Philip Rober being moved either. I think both those guys are going to be here. Both those guys will be in the lineup next year and they're hoping that both of them can contribute, uh, well above what their salary is to give them, uh, extra value to kind of make up for some of that, uh, dead cap space, uh, from the, uh, buyouts and bonuses and all that stuff. Um, uh, he also spoke to, uh, Knobloch just about, uh, you know, the opportunity. This is St. Louis. You're meeting them for the first time. Uh, you know, most of the teams you've seen at least once now, but, uh, not the Blues. So, uh, they get a look at a new team. It's maybe a refreshing.
5: Like a lot of teams, um, even though you might see somebody game, um, you know, first couple weeks of the season, then you don't see them until midway, so much has changed. So it might be a new team, but ultimately we're always revisiting teams. And so here's uh, St. Louis, a team that we haven't played yet, and, um, you know, a team that's probably going to come out a lot better than they did the previous game. I think it was a little bit flat, but they have been playing much better than that. And it's going to be, we'll be prepared for much. stronger game.
6: Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.
3: Now, Dylan Holloway, got to be excited. Kid's always got a smile on his face. That's what i to say about Dylan Holloway. He's always smiling. And uh, he uh, just talked about, um, you know, playing with dry subtle and cane.
5: Yeah, obviously, just playing with two great players. Uh, uh, I don't know. I think it's a great opportunity for myself, and um, you know, I'm really excited to see how things go. Now, does his
3: mentality change at all when he goes from the third line onto a second line? More of a expectation to score.
5: Um, yeah, a little bit. I think big thing though, I just got to stick to my game. Uh, definitely read off those guys, kind of. Uh, I don't know, let them talk to me and let them, uh, tell me what's what in the top six. But, uh, I think the big thing for me is just play my game, uh, try and play as simple as I can and get, get them a puck.
3: So there you have it, Dylan Holloway. He'll be excited tonight to, you know, he'll definitely add some speed to that line. And, and to me, it's not a bad thing that he, he'll learn how to change pace and slow down a little bit, right? And that just comes from experience. It's not like it's a quick thing. I, I remember talking to so many players about it. Like it just, The game will slow down and then naturally they say, Oh, I have more time. I don't have to rush into every play. Right? Because a lot of times at the lower levels, you can be faster than everybody else. So you want to do it. But as you get to the higher levels, everybody's fast. Like even the worst skater in the NHL is like elite skater when you consider skater overall. So, um, you know, it'll be a little bit of a learning process here for Holloway. But one thing you know is that uh, his motor always revs high. And, uh, and that's a good problem. And it's ill, it's ill adage. I'd much rather have to tame a stallion than whip a donkey. So, uh, I think, uh, getting to, to slow Holloway down would be a good thing. Hey guys, uh, do you think the orders could pull Anderson out of Montreal or bring, uh, Gallagher home with some salary retained from Brad? Well, I don't think the orders have any interest in, uh, Brandon Gallagher. I don't, and I don't think Montreal's, um, you know, they don't want to retain salary for that long, right? Like he just got that new deal in Montreal. So, uh, he'll be there for, uh, for quite some time and and it's a pretty big ticket. So what's it like 6.5 and he's got three more years. Maybe if he had a year and a half left, I I think so, but probably not right now. And Anderson, I just don't see how the orders can, you know, you get Josh Anderson, he's 5.5 mil for this year, plus three more. It's almost in the same boat as Gallagher. Like Edmonton just doesn't have the cap space, right? Like they're going to have to ship out a lot of money. You'd have to ship out Fogle. But then that doesn't help you next year. It just helps you this year, right? Doesn't help you next year. So yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see that. Um, and, and Anderson's, like, I do like a lot about his game, but he hasn't. What has he got? Seven goals, fourteen points, five point five mil. Die. That's a. It's a pretty big hope that you're gonna say this guy's gonna rebound right now so i wouldn't uh i wouldn't be jumping on that one hey guys not knoblock is the easiest coach to listen to he just isn't annoying from uh jordan you know what he's very methodical and he thinks about his answers i respect it right he, and he is very just like calming when he talks right you rarely you see him get him fired up con man what's your expectations for tonight Connor Brown goal. No, just oh, joking. Yeah, I <laughs> was just going to say, get out
1: of here. <laughs> I'm going to say uh, the offense continues to roll. And I think the Blues will get theirs. I'll say 4-2 Oilers.
3: Ooh, 4-2. Copy my pick. I like it. I like it a lot. Great minds. There we go. Um, enjoy the game tonight. We'll have all the breakdown tomorrow morning. Kevin Carries and uh, Brandon Douglas starting uh, bright and early at 7 a.m. On behalf of Connor Hall. All our guests today, if you missed anything, Ken Reed, Terry Ryan. Uh, much more. Go to jasongreger.com. All the individual interviews are there. Get to, everywhere you get your podcast, you can hear all four hours of the show. Let's get to the Command Sports 1440 update, brought to you by Douglas Mattress. Oh, baby, I got one. And they are, I'm not going to lie, it's super comfortable. And the, what I like about it, if because I, I hate getting hot when I sleep, keeps me cool. Check it out. Order yours, douglas.ca slash orders nation. Good night.